G'day guys, I'm Aaron Schultz with episode 101 of the Outback Mine podcast. Thank you very, very much for joining in once again. Uh, now, uh, physical health matter today, uh, which is very important uh, that we explore and uh, and talk about um, prostate cancer i'm sure that we will all have known someone that's uh, that's been touched by prostate cancer or, or um, passed on from prostate cancer it uh, takes a lot of guys lives um, now the gentleman i have on with me today ross alexandra uh, alexander is uh, a prostate cancer survivor but he also sits on the board of uh, the prostate cancer foundation um, he's very passionate about uh, trying to raise awareness with regards to, to prostate cancer, what we can do to prevent it, avoid it, uh, and also help others that are, uh, that are experiencing uh, issues with it uh, and keeping them alive uh, primarily. So uh, Ross and I are going to have a really good chat about all that. I'm, I'm really interested in it myself, um, you know, particularly from a pre- prevention point of view. What are the things that are causing it and what are some things that we can do to... Uh, to try and uh, uh, reduce our risk. So I think, um, yeah, we'll, we'll touch on quite a few things this afternoon uh, with regards to that. I really encourage you to share this with others that might might find it helpful. Um, yeah, it's certainly a, a common thing. And um, yeah, certainly uh, prevention is much better than cure. So we want to try and uh, you know, get you guys uh, the skills and knowledge and wisdom from others that uh, that can help um, you know with our own awareness with regards to staying physically and mentally well uh, that's that's what it's all about so i uh, just want to make special mention to our partners primary partners so green nutritionals who provide green organic superfoods so uh, yeah very very potent um, quality uh, non-synthetic superfoods which are sourced from the best places from around the world so i really encourage you to check out their website green nutritionals uh, green nutritionals.com.au also uh, pure life sprouted bakery so their breads are the grains in their breads are sprouted, so when that uh, occurs, the digestion process in our body is much better. So when our, uh, basically below our, our ribs uh, is working better, you know, that digestion process process works better than our mental health also works well. So really encourage you to support them. Their breads are available all around Australia, purelifebakery.com.au. Alrighty, hope you enjoyed this chat. Really appreciate your feedback. And as I said, uh, you know, please feel free to share this with others. Ross Alexander, welcome to the Outback Mind podcast. You there, mate? <laughs> you there, Ross? Sorry, I just, yeah, you I just lost you. <laughs> How are you? I'm good, thanks. That's How are you, Aaron? Uh, mate, uh, I'm central Queensland. I was, I was here at the moment. You're sitting in Sydney, so uh, you've uh, got some challenges down there, they tell me. Yeah, we certainly have. Um, we were doing very well for a while, but... Uh, we fall fall into a little bit of a hole, but we'll get out of it, yes. like uh, all these things. So everything is impermanent, um, mate, and uh, yeah, everything will pass. Don't worry about that. So we just enjoy the ride while it's here, and uh, and things will move on. Yeah. Oh no, no. I think most people are pretty positive. It's just a bit of an interruption. I think that's true. Absolutely, yeah, a speed bump. At the end of the day, we like to call it. So we'll leave it there. <laughs> Now, mate, uh, we're talking about something that's very uh, important today, which is prostate cancer. I know you've had your own journey with that, but uh, can you tell us a bit about you, you, yourself, mate, uh, your upbringing, where you were from, and sort of how life's evolved for you? 
Um, I've lived in Sydney basically all my life, and um, I uh, obviously went to school and uh, in Sydney. Um, but then uh, for my, uh, uh, I got uh, conscripted into the army um, in the sixties, which. Uh, I won the lottery there, uh, went away and served in Birdman for 12 months mm. um, and then came back and since then I've been involved in publishing uh, for most of my life, right. uh, firstly with books from for about uh, 20 years and then uh, for the last 20 years I've been publishing its comics into the marketplace, um, uh, which has been uh, quite quite interesting. Um, and uh, because we uh, we basically um, found a little niche in the marketplace, uh, Maid and I, and um, it was about five years ago when we decided to uh, give that away, which was probably in time because the the digital market was taking over and we were producing hard copies. So there was less and less market, obviously, for hard copies in the marketplace. So we so we um, I've since retired. Unbelievable. And how old are you now, Ross? I'm 76. 76, that's fair enough, mate. You probably deserve, deserve to be retiring. We need to keep ourselves busy. But, uh, yeah, really interesting, mate. I haven't heard the word comic for years because we, uh, obviously, as young fellas uh, growing up in regional Australia, it was something that uh, we, we, we read a lot. You know, we were always uh, into comics and um, into those sorts of things. So it's really uh, pleasing to hear someone that's actually been into the the coalface of producing it, I suppose, would have been pretty interesting and exciting. Yeah, well, our biggest, our biggest uh, um, uh, character in the comics was The Simpsons. Oh. We, that's where we started. We took over The Simpsons licence and we essentially published Simpsons copies, comics for 20 years and, uh, um, you know, because it, uh, it's got a great demographics in the marketplace from sort of five to... 105 essentially mm. um, because it's all about life stories and um, which is what they're all based on so but yeah so no no and go ahead so, so that so so published comics um, retired and um, and then basically a lot of my life I've been uh, involved in uh, uh, I think part of my DNA has been uh, to do with fundraising and uh, back in the 80s, I started uh, getting involved in charity car rallies out in the bush, uh, raising money for Variety Club and then the Fly Flying Doctor and and uh, various other organisations. Mm. Um, and uh, I've also been involved in Rotary and um, many other uh, school fundraising in, uh, exploits. So and raising money for schools and and um, so that's where I've spent a lot of my life and then in more recently I joined the joined the uh, local New South Wales board of the Prostate Cancer Foundation. Mm, amazing, mate! It's obviously something that's very fulfilling to be able to do something that uh, that is giving back to society and uh, um, yeah, you've had some tremendous um, yeah, I suppose uh, roles and opportunities there, and been able, would have been able to connect with. Um, uh, so many people through your time, you know, working out in the bush with the rallies and so forth too. But uh, it's interesting uh, that you've become, you know, connected to, to help uh, in the prostate side of things. Obviously, you had your own journey there with that and uh, that was quite challenging. Yeah, well, I got 
I got diagnosed uh, quite unexpectedly in 2013. And um, back then we, you know, it's amazing what's happened in just in seven years, to be honest, uh, or eight years now. But um, the diagnosis and of and awareness of uh, prostate cancer has improved enormously since then. Mm. And um, back in 2013, um, I got diagnosed um, because I'd, uh, I found that I was uh, urinating a bit slow, a lot more slowly. And um, from there, you used, you went and had a, uh, uh, a uh, test and then went straight to a biopsy in those days. Mm. Today, you can go and have an MRI, um, which is obviously non-invasive, whereas a biopsy is. And mm. so today, most people, uh, if, uh, if a urologist diagnoses the possibility of prostate cancer, they'll normally give you an MRI first. Um, and then if that shows up more, well, then you'll have a biopsy. Mm. And a biopsy really today is is the most uh, important and most specific uh, diagnosis you can get um, on prostate cancer. And from there, your journey commences. But back in 2013, I got diagnosed. I had a fairly aggressive cancer. And um, uh, consequently, uh, had surgery after that um, to remove the prostate. Mm. Um, I was then, I then, uh, because of uh, concerns, I had radiation for seven weeks for five days a week following that. And then after that, um, I was on a hormone therapy drug for the last three years. So mm. my journey from diagnosis to, uh, to ceasing treatment, as one might say, uh, was about five years. Jeez, unbelievable. So, yeah, so, and it has all its other complications associated with it. But, you know, the great thing is that as we go on, and uh, uh, I think as I spoke to you before, Aaron, uh, I have a great belief of giving back in this world. And uh, so because <clears throat> I'd uh, managed to survive through that, um, I decided that was when I decided to to join the Prostate Cancer Foundation because prior to that I'd been raising money for the Flying Doctor Service on uh, through the Outback Treks. Mm, yeah. So I changed my allegiance and I'm now raising money for uh, for the Prostate Cancer Foundation and most of that money uh, specifically goes to clinical trials because it's clinical trials and advancements in scientific uh, work as to where we're going to hopefully ultimately find a cure. We still don't have a cure mm. and a cure I think is still quite a long way off but mm. at least uh, today we can manage uh, prostate cancer and we can uh, we can help people with it mm. but of course the, the greatest thing with it today is to get early diagnosis and that's the most important thing about all, which is, again, um, why we have uh, spent a lot of money, the Prostate Cancer Foundation spends a lot of money on uh, awareness campaigns and marketing, not only through the greater Sydney metropolitan areas, but obviously into the outback. Mm -hmm. um, 
And uh, as a consequence of all that, I decided to uh, use my outback uh, experience and I've created what's known as the Prostate Cancer Rally, which raises money each year um, on an um, outback tour uh, with about 40 or 50 cars. And uh, in the last two years, we've raised around 350000 which uh, okay. is not bad from a, for a start-up. How will you go this year with regards to uh, restrictions? Have you got like state-based activities that can that can still happen? Well, we, well, we uh, we were due to go in uh, two thousand and twenty in September. Uh, we delay, had to delay that to uh, September two thousand and twenty-one. Mm. I delayed that to November this year, and unfortunately, we've just. Uh, Decided to postpone it from November this year till May next year. So oh, we've had a bit of a yeah. bit of a tragedy in terms of event, but then everybody has. We're not, you know, we're uh, certainly not on our our, uh, Your own, yeah. by ourselves in this matter. Everybody's yeah. been cancelling events. And, mm, you've had lots um, of false starts. With regards to your own um, journey, Ross, um, what do you think caused it? Well, we have no idea. Yeah. There's just, there's the, um, the symptoms, there's there's no symptoms uh, that anybody really knows uh, as to what causes prostate cancer. There's no, uh, there's no medical um, advice that can say, you know, this is going to, you've got prostate cancer. Mm. Um, it's purely uh, the best chance you've got today is, the PSA test, or there is constant urination um, if uh, you're visiting the uh, uh, bathroom many times in a night, or uh, your um, flow is is decreased. Mm. That means uh, there could be a possibility of a problem, mm. and uh, best to get off to see a urologist. Yeah, but, um, yeah, interesting. Today, today, uh, one in six men will be diagnosed with prostate cancer by the age of eighty-five, mm. um, which is a pretty staggering figure. Yeah. Um, there are, unfortunately, um, um, forty-five, which comes down to about forty-five that diagnosed each day. Uh, unfortunately, nine men die a year of prostate cancer. And um, currently, there's somewhere between fifteen and twenty thousand men in Australia diagnosed with prostate cancer, um, mm. and there's over slightly over three thousand. Obviously, nine a day. There's about three thousand that die. Mm. Um, one of the reasons why I was interested in running the rally and the outback is that, unfortunately, the outback also. There's, a, there's about a 25% increased risk from men in the outback being diagnosed with prostate cancer. Mm. Um, I think the, uh, the uh, most um, of the farmers and people out west uh, and uh, consider that they're a little bit more bulletproof than we city slickers are, but unfortunately, it's not the case. And uh, but there is an increased risk, and 
one of the reasons we take the rally out there is to try and run an awareness campaign. We leave a lot of brochures and literature, talk to people um, on our overnight stops to advise them about uh, prostate cancer and leave information for them. Mm. But I think today, in the last five years, the the broadcast of information has certainly uh, improved enormously. And as a consequence, today, um, if you go back 15 years, um, survival rate in five years of prostate cancer was only around 60 or 65%. Mm. Today at five years, survival is around 95%. Mm, much better. So it's as a result of early detection, better diagnosis, and obviously awareness, um, we blokes are a lot better off. Yeah. And um, which is that we need to do more. That's the point. Um, when we, the more research and the more understanding we've got of it, uh, the better off we'll be in the long term for everybody. Mm-hmm. And hopefully one day there may be a cure or even more so a way of uh, determining a, a symptom to say that your prostate cancer is getting active. Mm, mm, um, mm, interesting. Ross, um, what are some of the things that people can do to prevent it? To prevent it? Yeah. Well, it it comes back to, I think a lot, as with uh, most cancers and things, I think it's coming back to a healthy lifestyle. Mm. But then again, I... I know quite a few people um, that have been very fit, very, you know, um, very, very healthy. And uh, unfortunately, um, they've been hit with prostate cancer. Mm, Um, Some of them have obviously uh, survived, survivors like myself. Um, But a healthy lifestyle obviously is the one way of preventing any um, disease. Mm. Uh, but again, um, I know uh, I was told when I'd, uh, I'd been diagnosed was to eat a lot of Brussels sprouts, mm. but I really don't. I, I mean, uh, I was having Brussels sprouts for breakfast, lunch and tea, I think. But, <laughs> okay. Um, really. I but I truly sure. don't believe that Brussels sprouts is a... Is a uh, you have the prostate cancer. Oh, the, but, uh, the, 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 the Brussels Sprouts uh, Farmers Association would probably disagree with you, but, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's interesting, mate. No, I don't think any, any green fibrous vegetable is good for the body to be able to well, it know, is, keep yeah. us nourished. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think that's, that's what it's all about. I mean, um, again, uh, I don't think... So. I, don't, I don't know any definitive study that has come up with saying that men that are overweight are always going to get prostate cancer. That's not the case. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that applies to most things today. I mean, some of us have got different metabolisms to others. Some of us uh, can get affected, some not. I mean, uh, I guess I told you I went to, to Vietnam and, um, you know, there was guys that have unfortunately... Um, had cancers generated from whatever, mm. um, 
and um, you know, some of them have, some of them haven't. Yeah. Unfortunately, some have have uh, died through those those uh, uh, like Agent Orange, for instance, etc. Mm. Um, whereas others haven't. So um, there's no real, there's been no real answer to to the prostate cancer query. All we know is that the statistics are there. Yeah. Um, and that us blokes, um, you've got a good chance. As I said, it's one in six um, by age 85 will get diagnosed. That's not one in six are going to die. Mm. It's one in six are going to get diagnosed. Yeah. Providing, providing you get di- you, you diagnose get it early, uh, you've got a very good chance of living a normal life. Mm. So is it something that people could get checked on an annual basis? Yeah, we we um, if you've got a family history, we recommend that, uh, uh, or if you've got any associated uh, prostate cancer in the family, we recommend that you see a urologist and start getting PSA tests from the age of forty. Mm. Um, if you've got no history, we suggest uh, from the age of fifty, and those those checkups should be done. At least every two years through, mm. the the average, the mean age of somebody uh, on me as to where most prostate cancers happen, where people get diagnosed, is around the 67, 68 okay. age group. It's later. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was diagnosed at sixty eight, and I've got quite a few mates of mine that were, but then I've also got a mate that was diagnosed at forty. Mm, so, but the mean is around sixty seven, sixty eight. So say if someone is uh, like having discharge, this probably isn't a question for you, but like having sort of like urine discharge or they're, um, they're weeing a lot at night, is that a sign? Well, that's a sign to get to a urologist. I'm not, I'm no, uh, as I think I told you, I'm, not, I'm yeah. certainly not a, uh, a medical, medical person. I've got no degrees in medicine. Yeah. All I can tell people is, about my journey and what's happened to me, and and from information that that uh, I read and uh, and and help blokes with, in trying to um, tell them about my journey and what what was the evidence from my journey. Mm, yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's obviously all to do with um, your urination and and. Uh, I think if things are happening there, well, then urologists should be consulted and find out. Yes. A lot of cases, there's probably absolutely nothing wrong. Mm. It might be something that, that could be uh, could be triggering it or just, you know, something in the diet which might be putting pressure on the bladder maybe or a variety of different things yeah. which, um, which could, could, could contribute. So it's interesting, yeah. isn't it? And, you know, you're right, like a lot of guys in regional Australia, rural Australia, outback as you call it, um, you know, do neglect their health. We just get on with it, you know. We sort of, yeah. we, we go about our business and just uh, forget about uh, the signs sometimes. So, you know, I really encourage people listening out there, if they have got a, um, uh, I suppose, a concern to go and get it checked out, you know, Um the physical body. Well, that's uh, what I say. It's, it's a question of a question of around age fifty. Start men should start thinking about prostate cancer. It's as simple as that. And 
it's not. It's only a blood test. You know, PSA is only a blood test. It's not invasive, and at least it, it's an in, indication. You know, I say that again. And and with the PSA testing, you've got to have a baseline. So you've got to have more than one. You can't. We all have different PSAs. There's no standard PSA, but the uh, urologist can tell you. Um, uh, what the what the PSA reading means, mm. but you need more than one. You've got to, and uh, you've got to have one one twelve months, and then you've got to look at it in another six months' time and find out whether there's been any variance. And depending on those variances, is what the urologists um, and medical professionals will tell you God, what you yeah. should be doing, um, and whether there's a case for. Um, more exploratory work to have a look at. So, yeah, but um, and MRIs today, um, the government funds MRIs, which is one of the things the prostate cancer um, pushed for with the prostate cancer. So you can have an MRI, which will cost you a couple of hundred dollars, but that's a, a further way of after a PSA test, a further way of looking at the prostate and seeing whether there's cancer indicative in it. But again, as I said, um, my my journey is is what I tell people about, and uh, uh, and there's many, many and different people about many and different journeys Mm, um, with prostate cancer. But, um, you know, it's it's an important part of us blokes' lives now. Mm. Oh, absolutely. has, has, Has to take has to take priority. Oh, it does. Well, there's all these things that we, we need to do. It's just like our cars, isn't it, getting in service. We need to make sure our bodies are, are running well, Ross, too. Now, there's also, um, you have what's called... Yeah, you, can re- you can replace the car, though. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, the body, once the body's gone, it's gone, pretty much, isn't it? So we, yeah. uh, we, we, we're, we're always distracted and, uh, and you know, geez, you just got to watch a game of sport and it's all, all about unhealthy habits, isn't it? Eating bad and boozing and all those sorts yeah. of things, but... Just well, that's right. Try yeah. and be resilient enough to ignore that. But Ross, um, you also have what's called the long run. Do you know much about that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The long run's uh, an electronic um, fundraising um, process that we're running at the moment um, through through the website uh, under under the long under the long run, and it's a way of us raising money electronically. Um, with people doing their own, their own own running, walking, or whatever in their own time, it's a, based on a seventy-two kilometre run, and um, it's uh, essentially it, it's come out of the fact that uh, uh, we had to think about different ways of raising money for research, uh, because basically all our community-based events. Uh, we're all can- we've been all cancelled for the last 18 months and it looks as though it'll be two years. So the long run's currently uh, uh, running on our website and uh, it's the main uh, fundraising event for the Prostate Cancer Foundation in Prostate Cancer Month, which is September this month. Mm. And what are you hoping to achieve with regards to that? Uh, what sort of numbers and, and what sort of uh, like monetary value are you hoping to try and raise? 
Well, they're hoping to raise. They raised uh, the, the long one ran raised one and a half million last year, um, and obviously they're hoping to do the same again this year. So we're well on the way um, to that at the moment, and we're only essentially one week in. So um, uh, with a bit of luck and a bit of good support from everybody, um, that will help us enormously. In times, as I said, when uh, community events, unfortunately, have had to be curtailed. Mm, yeah, um, interesting. It's uh, it is a shame, but you know, at least you're still getting on with it. And um, Ross, um, how can people find out about this? Maybe like start doing it either as an individual or bringing it into a group within their own community. With the long run, yeah. Um, the easiest thing is just to go into the website and follow the website through, and it's all very self-explanatory. Set up a team and then um, circulate that to your friends and um, and raise money as an individual with the support of others. Yeah, cool. So it's a Prostate Cancer Foundation website. That's right. Uh, yeah, under pcfa.com or under the long run... Gee, you've, you've caught me unawares here. Um, I know what my I know what the, I know what my rally is. It's pcfarally.com.au. Ah, okay. Um, oh, don't worry. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll help people out find the other one if they need to. That's no worries. But maybe... yeah, but, it's, but it is. It's under. It's under, It's if you just uh, put in the long run into the web and um, uh, look up prostate cancer, it'll come up with it. It'll yeah. come up with. Uh, long run and it's just a matter of going through the process there set up a team register a team and then you can mark it out to your friends and you can run your 72 kilometers or or walk it or or uh or or imagine it if you really have to (laughs) that's true i imagine imagine it uh a lot of people can do that mate that's fine uh um you know certainly it's great to see these initiatives um still going you know when we were kids we had all these little things coming up and uh so forth but it's great to see that anyone at, at any age can can participate in this sort of thing and uh it's not about being you know the uh, bubble to get it get there the quickest or whatever it's actually being able to do it and, uh, and bring people along with you that can you know support it and raise awareness and you know i think that's really really important at this point in time to still have that sense of community and uh and be involved in something bigger than yourself and ross you really need to be proud of yourself because you've been giving back for a long time with regards to some of the other things you've been involved with and, um, you know, obviously with what you're doing now, it's so tremendous to raise awareness with this sort of stuff and, you know, I really encourage people to, uh, to, to, to check out, you know, the Prostate Cancer Foundation and try and support them in any way and certainly the uh, getting involved with this long run I think is a great, a great initiative for both men, men and women to do to be able to, you know, show some support and raise some mm. dollars and still keep, uh, you know, trying to, um, uh, you know, get a cure for this thing or, you know, try and prevent as much uh, uh, episodes of it as we possibly can at the end of the day. Yeah, no, 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 we appreciate that and we appreciate every dollar of support that we can get because, um, you know, every dollar uh, donated goes into, you know, basically medical research, awareness or support. We, mm. you know, as you um, uh, are aware, Aaron, I think also that we, we have specific specialist prostate cancer nurses 
in about uh, 90 odd hospitals around Australia now. Mm. And they're there for assistance in people that have been treated, uh, both post and pre um, in diagnosis. And uh, that's one of the ways that we're, we're assisting people, apart from the awareness and, um, and uh, uh, just the, the awareness out in the marketplace, so, which is the most important thing in the lot. And that's, that's, that's what we're really concentrating on lately because um, if we can't get the, the blokes to the uh, starting post to get them checked, well, we're not doing our job. <laughs> no, that's true, mate. Well, I'll certainly do what I can to help you with that. And, uh, you yeah. know, this, this will only be the start of our conversations, I believe, with, uh, with your organisation because, you know, my role with this is to be able to try and create a awareness to, to reduce, you know, mental health uh, issues but also obviously physical health issues which can lead to mental health issues. So the more, mm-hmm. the more awareness that we can create and also the more support that we can give one another as men, uh, I think is so important, you know. Uh, you think how your life's evolved over the last, you know, 75, six years that you are now, um, you know, how, how things have actually changed. You wouldn't have been talking about this, you know, 30, 40, 50 years ago. It would have been, um, you know, non, non-existent. So we've come a long way, Ross, and I just think, um, you know, we've got so much more we can actually do to support guys out there to... Uh, become a bit more coherent with regards to the way that they are um, functioning physically and mentally and be able to do things to keep them well. Yeah, well, it was only, um, and, and you're right, Aaron, it, um, it was uh, just on 30 years ago when um, Roger Clemson got diagnosed with prostate cancer was really the start of the fundraising and where the Prostate Cancer Foundation got set up. So we're only 30 years just 30 years um, old in, in reality. Um, prior to that, um, uh, people, you know, people died of cancer. And um, But since, you know, in the last 25 years, 25 to 30 years, it's, uh, there's been a lot more done. And as, as we get further and further on, um, as you were saying originally, blokes never talked about it. Even when I go back to 2013, when I got diagnosed, the the information was around. There was a lot of information around, but I was possibly a little bit unaware of it. I I, I should have been more aware, to be honest, mm. um, but I wasn't. Um, and I think a lot of us think we're bulletproof and it's never going to get us. Yeah. But when you get the statistics today, boy, it's yeah. uh, it's different and the. Mm. The statistics, unfortunately, don't lie. No, that's right. Um, no, that's right. I agree, and certainly, you know, we, we need to be aware of this, and we, we aren't bulletproof, and we are, we are, you know, susceptible to things happening. Like, you know, lifestyles have changed. We've got so much more stimulation. The food we're eating's changed. All that sort of thing. So, to be able to function yeah. well, we've, we've got to still keep uh, keep uh, on 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 some uh, some alert. We can't just keep abusing ourselves uh, consistently without something going wrong. You know, putting the right fuel in the car like you would, uh, putting the right fuel in your body and having the right conversations with people and, and being in the right environments where you can be nourished, I think so important, Ross. So, mate, I, I really appreciate your time and uh, I'm sure plenty of people will get a lot from this conversation and obviously uh, hopefully check out the website and get involved with the long run as well.
Yeah, well, yeah, and my advice to any blokes out there listening is if you haven't got checked and you're uh, 50 years of age, talk to your GP um, and get him to uh, uh, send you off and make sure you have a blood test and keep 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 aware of your PSA and keep aware of your prostate um, and and make it a priority in your health because. Mm. Prostate cancer is the second uh, uh, greatest thing that causes um, deaths in males um, to to lung cancer. Lung cancer is uh, um, unfortunately uh, still um, causes you know many many deaths in uh, in males. But prostate cancer is significant, and it's the Second, second cause of uh, us blokes not living on to the ripe old age we should do. So, full potential, yeah. That's best it. advice from from one who knows: get checked. That's See it. your GP. Get checked. Well, I, I turned fifty in a couple of months, mate. So it's probably a good timing for me. So I really appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's great. That's yeah. great. And just pass the word on to your mates and your fellows, and and at least talk about it, and uh, we'll all be a lot better off. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Guys, thanks so much for listening in to Ross and I. Hope you enjoyed that conversation. Lots of lived experience there, and he's, he's uh, obviously really passionate about trying to make a difference now and, and giving back. And I really encourage you to check out the Prostate um, uh, Cancer Foundation and, and also supporting the long run if you can. Share it with that, you, within your communities and try and get on board or try and get someone else on board to help uh, raise awareness and, and raise some dollars. So... If you'd like to reach out to me, provide some feedback, support outbackmind.com.au. Check out the website, outbackmind.com.au. Some awesome guests coming up, so please keep sharing the podcast, uh, sharing it out there with your family and friends. That would be really appreciated. Thank you.